You're listening to TT Live, TT Club's loss prevention podcast, promoting safety and security in the global supply chain. TT Talk, January 2022. Keep boxing clever. The rapid, widespread and now all-pervasive adoption of the standardised freight container concept certainly justifies why so little has changed in the last 50 years. Any fundamental re-engineering would need to account for the numerous interfaces with the ubiquitous box. But where might advance be possible? The essential parameters for freight containers are seemingly set rigidly. There is little doubt of the success of the standardisation that has allowed these units to pass seamlessly around the globe, carried on ships, barges, trucks and trains, lifted on and off by common handling equipment, and packed with goods that require to be stored or moved from one place to another. The very success and widespread use has resulted in innovation to accommodate more specialised requirements, such as tank containers and temperature-controlled units, while at the same time the range of commodities now transported in general-purpose units has continued to grow. Inevitably, the consequent demands on the basic engineering are greater. Studies have indicated that the average mass of cargo being packed in units has been increasing over the decades, and the amendments of ISO 668-2013, Series 1 Freight Containers, Classification, Dimensions and Ratings, is anticipated to set the maximum gross mass rating of standard containers of all sizes to 36 tonnes, or 79,370 pounds. Alongside this, the much debated increase in container ship size over the last two decades means that these units, albeit not fully laden, may commonly be carried 10 high on deck. Thus, even before the pandemic-related crunch of trade demand, congestion and shortages, this workhorse was under stress. Such dynamics in the industry have previously raised concerns around the standards and technology in place in container shipping, not least arising from collapse of container stoves at sea. One result was the Lashing at Sea project that was reported to IMO in 2010 and led to a review of some of the core ISO standards that govern freight containers, as well as the introduction of mandated verified gross mass, or VGM, in July 2016. However, the Lashing at Sea project contained a number of insights around the multiple factors affecting the integrity of a container ship's secured stow. A shocking loss experience, Q4, to 2020 to Q1 2021, particularly in the Pacific, gave final impetus to a call to consider again all aspects of container securing at sea, resulting in the initiation of the top-tier project. It is obviously too early to predict any particular outputs, but the thorough, holistic review of practices and technologies might be expected to deliver opportunities for improved certainty even regarding the really low failure rate. While the essential structure of containers remains, 
there have inevitably been other innovations along the way. For example, traditional plywood flooring has given way in some instances to bamboo, in part on environmental grounds. Perhaps more significantly in relation to the fire risk, some container owners have moved to steel floors for their units. Others have investigated means of improving security by rethinking the need to have doors, such as cake box, or reducing weight through use of composite materials and introducing other smart capabilities, such as ALA. Alongside these, there have in recent years been significant advances in smart capabilities in general, overcoming technical hurdles and starting a process of democratisation of such visibility beyond temperature-controlled fleets. It might be hoped that in future, designs will mitigate some of the risks related to the movement of invasive pests. In a world where there are approaching 25 million container units, it is important that all stakeholders have confidence, not only in the inherent capability of the boxes, but also that safety is a given. All the more so in stressed trade circumstances, where positioning containers has proved challenging. From a regulatory perspective, while containers will be built in line with requirements and standards that delivers the necessary consistency and interoperability of the intermodal units, it is the responsibility of national jurisdictions to ensure that standards are maintained through the operational life of all freight containers. While there may be arguments that it is high time to digitise the historic tin TSC plate, users need to be able to rely on what is presented. Where this is not the case by reason of out-of-date information, national regulators are failing the industry and undermining important database work provided by the Bureau International de Container, BIC, BIC. BIC extended its service capability with the introduction of BoxTech, in part to support the VGM requirements but also enhancing fleet controls for owners and operators. This innovation continues to offer increasing benefits to the industry as it gains traction. Beyond regulation and databases, access need confidence that the box is in sound and safe condition. Traditionally, this confidence has been underpinned by the work of inspectors and repair depots. This could be about to change with the advent of vibration analysis technology that promises to provide real-time information on the box at the point of any lift through the supply chain, supporting physical inspections, repairs and fleet management. Many things may have appeared to remain the same for the intermodal industry through the decades. 2022 may just be a year to watch. Thank you for listening to TT Live. We hope you found it useful. As always, we welcome your feedback. Either head to our website or email us at riskmanagement@ttclub.com. To make sure you never miss an edition, be sure to follow us for the latest loss prevention advice.